2: The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK's staff, management, or sponsors.
0: It's time for Laurie and Lynn, local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK.
1: Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the
2: Laurie and Lynn's show. And hello, Lynn. Hi, Laura, how are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm great, good. Uh, what's going on in your world? Mm. Well, I de-Christmased yesterday. <laughs> I didn't. Oh,
1: man. And, you know, my house, I love Christmas. I and know decorating you do. for Christmas, and it's a lot of work. And I, I told you, I-, I have a total of seventeen Christmas trees. In my house, 17. 17. Now, now, I have two real ones that are not big. They're like four feet, and they're they're on like one's on a table, and one's in a in a in a pedestal kind of um, uh, cooler, kind of beverage cooler. Um, it's like a, a copper, and but the rest of them are like neat collectible trees that I've gotten through the years one happens to be about 20 some years old and it just but like pretty little different ones all over the place Mm -hmm. so they're not counting the one on my front porch was a grapevine tree that's about five feet then I have another five foot in upstairs in my family room that looks it's artificial but it looks real with pine cones and really it's beautiful um, the rest of them are decorative kind of trees, but they're all over my house.
0: Do you have a ceramic one? The no, I one one do not have ceramic.
1: No, nope. Okay. But I have so many and I love them and trees are my favorite thing at Christmas. I mm-hmm. just love a tree shape and that kind of. So um, it took from, I'm going to say 11 a.m. ish mm-hmm. until 4.15 mm. to get everything
0: where it needed to go. That's pretty good. So it's a long time. T- now. That's five hours. I would yeah. think you. Had to, it took you more than five hours to put them all up, didn't it? Well, yeah, because I did it.
1: I took some up and did some. It, it was more piecemeal, mm. but this one I wanted to be done, and okay. so I am. This was and a once so, and done effort. Yeah, and it's done. Okay, but great. Um, there's a sadness to it. Every time I put them away, I, I get sad, and then um, I look at how bare then my house is for the moment because I have all my other stuff that's usually out put away, and you know. So it's a little a little bare,
0: but we're okay. So when do you start doing this?
1: What when do Yeah, right, when do you start? Right them ab, on? outside goes on. Immediate, I get outside done, which is very simple. But I get that done right over, so like usually, Black Friday or that Saturday, at Christmas, always at Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then inside, I like within that week, I like to start doing that. Okay. So it's up long because it takes a long time to do. So you might as well get as long. We took it down a little bit late this year. It's usually down a little sooner, but it was so cold last weekend. Oh, exactly. um,
0: I didn't want to yeah. do it.
1: And I didn't want to be in the cellar and, you know, basement
0: or whatever well, you want to call it. That's the same thing that I thought, too. I don't want to go down and get the, the, the big monster, not, it's not really plastic bag, but Colts, it's... like kinda, Yes, mm-hmm. to put all that stuff in. Right. I didn't want to go in the garage. It was just too cold. So it... That will be this weekend while we're getting deluged well meyer and jerry helped me all
1: day so that was a good thing it's good to have someone else there with you so, so the boys are back oh yeah they're or long they're gone they're, they're long so sean has one more law school on his notch he got into nyu yesterday okay good mm-hmm. so he's waiting for harvard well he's waiting to here, just hear the rest of the ones that that he's applied to so we'll all here, right we'll see as we go okay that's great. So congratulations to my boy. He's worked yeah. very hard, Lynn, and God love him.
0: So he's doing, he's doing all right. Good. So yay. Well, I became a great aunt um, what? on Monday. How? My niece... Um, Emma, who is the one that lives in Florida, oh yeah, gave birth to a boy named Chandler. I didn't know she was having a baby. Oh, so, Chandler, that's a cool name. So he was, um, I don't know how many, at like 1.53 in the morning uh-huh. she gave birth to him. And she kept telling me all along he's just really too happy being in here he's just not doing (laughs) it yet i guess her water broke on sunday and so monday morning she actually delivered him and and supposedly he is coming up with her for a visit um in the spring to northeastern Pennsylvania. Oh, good. And we're thrilled because does he look
1: like uh, my handsome paperboy? I can't boy? even. No, I can't even tell. T- he's he could, he's so Is she full. the oldest daughter or the youngest? Oldest. Yeah, she could. He could end up looking like. Well, Billy. he could.
0: He could. Because that much. happens
1: a lot, where the daughter, the first daughter, has a son and looks very like my son looks. Tommy looks like my father. So that could happen. That yeah. could happen yep do you think she looks like billy your daughter do- your niece
0: yes uh-huh there uh-huh you go. she does okay she definitely does well um,
1: congratulations well, Auntie. That's wonderful. I, I am
0: so thrilled i'm so Aww. happy that everything Way to went well. The I well i know i my god, course i have the pictures <gasps> he's just adorable you're gonna have to show me him. how I big will. was he Oh, nine pounds, eight ounces. Oh, nice size. I love it. <laughs> he was a big When boy. was he due? Uh, same time. Yeah, around oh, okay. now. Uh, right. Around last week, and then I it was it. fine. And he did just the way oh, he was that's supposed great. To. So, and speaking um, of another baby,
1: I saw your yeah. Facebook book post where Calvin was <laughs> in your yours or Patch, I don't know whose Patrick's. shoes they were, in uh, Land's <laughs> End Box. Now, how,
0: uh, why would he do that? Because he loves boxes, Boxes. even though there were shoes in It doesn't make any difference. He has to get in there and get himself situated. So the actual, it was on on its side. The box was on its side. He popped it open so that the top came down flush with the floor. And when that happened, one of the shoes fell out. So he got himself between the shoe that fell out, the shoe that was still in the box. In the back of the box. And he just got himself wedged in (laughs) there. It was just and really you know, happy what was the, and the other cat didn't go near he doesn't care no he's not that curious about boxes but calvin <gasps> loves boxes he was so cute i saw it yeah, I thought, I know. oh how adorable
1: he's, he's really fun he looked like a kitten almost though in that box although they're big uh, shoes so well they're yeah
0: ten and a half yeah size shoes. Okay. yes but Got um, big
1: shoes to fill
0: yeah he does uh-huh he does and how so, is that boy doing uh which one patrick the a big one the big boy's doing fine. He's you know we're coming really well. up for
1: the uh, Super
0: Bowl. Thank you. Okay.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now it's how many weeks? Oh, and by the way, if, the Super if Bowl. Tyler and Jess are coming, yes. First and foremost, yes. Tyler needs to understand one very crucial thing.
2: That's his chair. Uh, well he's out of it. He's out, I'm in. Just so he knows.
0: I'm sorry, you might have to you might have to flip a coin
2: uh, 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 for that one, girl. Because I have
0: to play with the little I understand. Okay. But you know, <coughs> there just you go, saying, see? Blood thicker than water. Yeah, but he may not come. <laughs> he will. He never comes when he's supposed he's to He's gonna come on Friday night, by the way. So they're oh, gonna okay. be there for the weekend. All right. So anyway, yeah, we're now doing the countdown of how long will it be before everybody comes. And he'll say to me, how long is it till Super Bowl? And I'll tell him three weeks. And Uh he'll say, okay, well, Laurie and Maya are coming, yes. Jess is coming. said, yeah. Tyler's coming. I Uh said, yeah. And the cats. Yeah. Yes. Uh So he said, well, that will be just so wonderful. I'll be so happy when everybody's around. It's cute. It's cute yeah, that he so likes us there. That's the story. Um, uh, how much, what do we got left here? Twelve. Okay. I think we should do a quiz. Because oh, I no. got this just Okay, for you. go ahead. Only ten. There's only ten questions, uh, what's and they're it about? not finance. All right. Okay. Awareness is the first step in gaining financial freedom. Test your knowledge. Do you know where you stand in terms of money smarts? The following questions are based on Oppenheimer Fund's research. It only takes a minute to see how much you know about dealing with money. Mm. Number 1. 60% of all women end up managing their own finances at some point in their lives. True or false? True. False.
2: Oh. <laughs> see, I'm Not
0: because failing. No, no, no. Not because it, that's not correct in concept. This is one of those, you know. Oh, they're fake
1: questions it's higher, again. Fake no, news.
0: It's higher percentages. So oh, it's then 60, 90%. 90? Ninety percent of women will be managing their own finances at some point in time because 90%. we live longer. Okay, so ninety percent. Right. Number two, most women invest their portfolios in investments that are too conservative. True or false? True. You're right. They're too conservative, and that's why when you, we've done these before, and I've I've read this information on the show, given a man and a woman same age, same amount of money contributed over time period into their 401k plans, men come out almost two times more than women simply because they they understand. uh And it's not so much that it's really aggressive, but it's just, it's a good balanced mix. And women just go for the guaranteed stuff and they lose. Number 3 most most stock market investors get wiped out at least once in their lifetime true or false I would say true on that no <clears throat> historically not true mm-hmm. there are periods of decline but over the last 50 years the market has shown overall long-term growth okay okay you $2000 is the minimum amount needed to invest in a mutual fund true or false I have no idea um, it's false but, well I was going to guess oh I'm sorry you said you said <laughs> no, I have I no idea I know, how you're I, done. go ahead. Um, you can open a mutual fund automatic account builder program for as little as $25 a month. Okay. So, the story of I don't have any money to get started it's is BS. You got it. Okay. And especially when you're talking about um, in your 401k plan, you just start immediately with the first dollars you put in. Okay. Um number five, you need about seventy five percent of your pre retirement income to live comfortably during retirement. True or false? False. True. According to I thought to s- you need a hundred percent. No, no, you don't need a hundred percent. Yes, you do. Well, I might think <laughs> I might think that that's true. Yeah. But in we theory about this. in theory, you oh, need seventy God to eighty almighty. percent of your pre retirement income. That means if you earn forty five thousand when you retire, you'll need thirty one and thirty six a year. All oh, right. I disagree. But so I'm gonna give you a yes on that mm. one. You're right. Um so much for Oppenheimer. Okay. Number seven. Uh No, I'm sorry, six. If a 45-year-old woman plans to retire at 60, she can expect to live 21 years in retirement. True or false? True. That's true. Yeah. It's 81. That's above the average for women. But we are making strides. We're getting even longer than that. Number seven, between stocks, bonds, and CDs over the last 30 years. Bonds have appreciated the most out of any investment overall. True or false?
1: Well, we know it isn't CDs, so right. we can eliminate them. Um, I don't know bonds may be more, but stock I don't know because when the bond market's up, the stock market's down, and then vice versa. So I I don't know about bonds, but maybe may,
0: uh, stocks. You're right. So that is false. It's not bonds that have appreciated. Bonds don't really appreciate
1: much. No, no, I was just going to say, but isn't that true about bonds? Usually the opposite
0: happens. Yes, but it it is true in theory, but it's disproportionate. Okay. So when stocks go up, they go up much more than bonds bonds go down. Okay. 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 All right, Uh, here's the number eight. If a woman can afford to invest only $50 a month, she shouldn't bother. True or false? False. Of course it's false. Because according to Ibbotson, over the last 30 years, I'm sorry, wrong one, a monthly investment of $50 growing at 8% a year would be worth $9,147 in 10 years and 29000 in 20 years, which... Okay, that's wonderful. This is done by Oppenheimer because they want you to invest. Right, right. That money would be worth virtually nothing 10 years from now and 20 years from now. Okay. Might give you a trip around, you know, a cruise or something. Mm -hmm. Not worth that much. Okay. Um, That's not to discourage people from investing. two seconds. Yeah, we got Okay, number 10, a woman's intuitive ability to manage her emotions around money is one of the most important aspects of creating wealth in the long term. Her ability to do so. Yep, to manage yes, her. Yes, she should That's be. true. Yes. That's true. Okay. We didn't do number nine, but we're running out of time, so whatever. Okay. All right. We'll did be... well.
1: Yay. All it right. did well. Not that well, but we'll be right back. You're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynn Show.
0: It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Wonderful. Uh, we have our, our first um, guest expert with us this morning from Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center. Her name is Angela Powell. She is the Public Affairs Liaison <laughs> with um, with the hospital and the outside world, I guess. And uh, that would be good to be a liaison with the uh, Grand Fromage, uh-huh. which is yeah. <laughs> appropriate. So um, I know you have an event coming up. We so do. Why don't you yes. tell
3: us about that, Angela? I will. Well, first of all, it's great to be back Happy, Happy guys. Well, <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Happy New Year. Uh, we have an event coming up on the 26th, which yep. is the last Friday of the month. And um, it's something that we did last year, and we're doing it again this year, and teaming up with Cooper's Seafood House in Scranton on uh, North Washington Avenue. And basically, they're doing their Cask for a Cause again in 2018. And what the program is, is local nonprofits or uh, charitable organizations team up with Cooper's, and they donate a small little mini keg of super rare beer. It's called a firkin. And during the event- I love it. Someone gets a mallet and Mm -hmm. they get to actually tap the keg. Mm -hmm. And all the beer that's sold during the event from this mini keg, this firkin, goes right directly to a fund or a charitable organization. And this month in January, we're going to be doing our angel fund, which is- Yay. I love it. Yes. Which is an entity that we have at the hospital that if a pet owner comes in and an animal needs care and they are just financially strapped and they cannot get this surgery or procedure done. We pull money from this donations fund to cover the costs and the bandages and the medicine and the doctors donate all of their time and all of their techniques and skills and we get the animals, the care that they need.
1: So, I think it's great, I love that. Yeah. How much do you anticipate you can make at this fundraiser, Angela?
3: Well, last year, I know it was a very positive turnout, mm-hmm. but I was not with the company at that point. Right. So I'm hoping it's going to be in the thousands of dollars
2: yeah.
3: uh, mm-hmm. on top of the sales from the the beer, we are doing a raffle and a 50-50 drawing. So the past couple weeks, I've been going out into the community, finding really awesome businesses that have been willing to donate gift cards, products, uh, themed baskets. And uh, we've got a really great list so far. Mm -hmm. Um, We have restaurants, kids items, there's going to be framed art, uh, Barbers, uh, pet supplies, candy, coffee, um, meal prep companies. We had some national sponsors donate some things as well. So there's going to be tickets for sale. You can buy as many or as few as you want. You don't have to be present to win. You can stop in, grab a beer right after work, put some tickets in. Next morning, you might be a winner. Have you
1: set the price for the tickets, the raffle?
3: I'm thinking they're probably going to be around a dollar a piece, and mm-hmm. then there's going to be discounts if you buy 10, 10 or, or 20 yeah. at, at, a, at a pop, yeah. Okay. Good. So we're really excited, and we're going to find out the brew, what it is soon. It's going to be a Susquehanna Brewing Company beer, mm-hmm. which is great because it's local. That's mm-hmm. also great because I've never had a bad one from them. That. <laughs> <Yeah, that's laughs> so good. that's good. Yeah, we're really excited about it, and we're really excited that a lot of the businesses that we've reached out to were not aware of this program that we have at the hospital, the mm-hmm. Angel Fund. So actually, some of the staff has come up to me after my my pitch and asked me, "Can I have a business card? How do I donate? Uh-huh. Can we hang this flyer up?" so it's been really a really good feedback from the community
1: and i would take it that you would welcome if anybody wants to call you who's listening who might want to contribute to this event um, absolutely they could call you and donate you would probably love that correct
3: of course if we are open to any local business who wants to help animals in need and is willing to contribute whether a gift card a basket Even if they want to just call in and say, I want you guys to create a basket for me, please just brand it as my company. I don't know what to do. We'll we'll make a basket for you. And
1: you're right about saying that, Ange, because you know what? A lot of times people will give you the money. They don't have the time or no one's going, what do you need? And we'll pay for it. Exactly. That's great. That's a great idea.
3: I mean, I love making baskets and And tying ribbons and bows. So I am so pumped about the week of the event because that's all I'm going to do.
0: Where, Where will these baskets be? These baskets will be at Cooper's or will they be? At VREC, Mm-mm. they
3: will be at Cooper's at okay. the event. Um, so you can put which one you want by looking right, at them. Right, exactly. To try to win. So it's going to be the the keg is going to be in, I believe, the bar area, and we're going to have kind of the entry and the halls lined with the baskets, depending on how many we get. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be able to free roam if you want to have dinner and get a beer and come back or just come in and look at the offerings and hang when out at does the bar. The, when does the keg get popped?
0: <laughs> I believe there it gets... a drum gets, roll and a grand...
3: I'll yeah. There might be a speech involved. I haven't... Oh. We haven't... <laughs> from uh, we haven't picked bar. who's going to be giving the speech yet. It yes. might be myself. It might okay. be Dr. DeNova. Okay. It might be any one of us, but I believe okay. it's going to be between 5 and 6. Okay. So that's, this is from 5 to 8, mm-hmm. right? So that'll... Uh, did you so
0: go last year, Lynn? No, I
1: did not. But we should try to go. Yeah, I,
0: I would like to I go. I'm going to
1: put it in my calendar. It would be great. It's Friday yeah. night.
3: That's, a, that's the 26th a good one. Happy hour. Just trying It to... starts at 5, Ann, should yes. you say? Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. So we're really excited and a lot, like I said, a lot of people have been giving us positive feedback and uh, this, this fund was started way back when we opened in 2010 and it was unprompted. A couple owner or a couple clients came in and said, you know, I just want to put some money, pay it forward in case anyone else needs medical care and they can't afford it. And I guess it kind of caught like wildfire and more and more people started donating. And it got to the point where we have a separate fund for it and we don't pull any money out of it for administrative fees, for general maintenance. It's all strictly donations. It's all strictly for pet Things owners. that you have to
1: pay for. Right. That you would have to pay for if you were charging them and the doctors donate their time so right. you don't take the doctor's time out of that money it's nope. the stuff you'd have to actually not that you don't pay for the doctors but supplies and drugs and all that
3: kind right of stuff right yeah so since this fund has been started back in 2010 we've saved well we've cared for over 130 animals wow and that's strictly donations so when we won the Hambone award yep. from nationwide um pet insurance that money went into that fund as well. Like, yeah. So that's even that better.
1: that was a big that was 10,000, $10, right? Yeah. Wow.
3: So it was it was a big deal and yeah. we're just glad that we have it and we had such great community outreach and support and they voted for us. So we're hoping that a bunch of people come out and just just even to check it out. Just 5 minutes of their time. It'll register in their brain and if even if one person Learn something and shares it with their friend. That's all we're really looking for.
0: Yeah, I think it's wonderful. Angela, didn't didn't the uh, Angel Fund um, program include? There were some runs, a twenty five k run or something like that in the past. Guys, I remember seeing the shirts that mm-hmm. were there.
3: Yeah, a, a couple years ago, I believe there was five k runs. Five k, yeah. With the alongside with the pets. Mm mm-hmm. um, It's something that is in the works. I can't give any hard dates quite yet, Okay, but it's something that we definitely want to reach out to the community and and start doing again. We've heard a lot of people wanting to do it again. It's Mm -hmm. just a matter of sitting down and planning it out. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that's definitely another thing that we've done for the Angel Fund. We have just an online link. You can go online via PayPal. So it's secure. You can donate any amount at any time. And also if you stop into the hospital, we have mugs and T-shirts for sale. And all the sales go towards the fund as well. So you're kind of getting a T-shirt or a mug for your donation. So it was kind of a, a big push for the holidays. People were coming in buying mugs and like so that. I guess what you could also to
1: do, too, then, is if you know you have a pet lover friend, instead of buying them a gift, you can make a donation in their name, right, yep. and give you a little. you give a little card of reference. We will that, mail out a nice. card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. So that's just another way mm-hmm. for people to say, hey, don't give me a birthday gift this year. Donate it to the Angel Fund.
3: For the, the hard-to-shop-for the, yeah, the person, the person who has great. everything.
1: Severe pet lovers, they would be thrilled <laughs> with that, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Severe pet lovers. What does that look like, a severe like you. Extreme pet love. Extreme, that's a better <laughs> word.
0: Thank you. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow, that's great. So, what the, else is happening over there?
3: Oh, uh, I mean, we've been doing some great stuff with our continuing education for veterinarians to earn credit hours and and keep them up to date on new things um and where do you hold that angela when you do those we have you don't have any room we have it at the radisson that's what i was going to say okay in scranton so uh if there's any vet techs or veterinarians that are out there listening in and you're looking for continuing education credits you can feel free to contact us we have them once a month you get two credit hours um Our last one was just this past Tuesday, and we were uh, discussing rehabilitation in pets. And one of the cases we have, and it's going to be on Facebook soon, in the next couple days or so, a dog came in, had lost mobility in all four of its limbs, and we did an MRI, we did a scan, there was some kind of chronic uh, neck disc issue and Dr. Genova went in and did a surgery. The dog is like starting to take its first steps already. Oh, yay. yay. So it's a yay. really cute video and we're just doggy rehab is, is amazing. It's I'm, is it I am I sit there dog? and watch it. Was it a bigger It's dog a little a tiny Pekingese. But he, he just couldn't get up and it was he's a younger dog. It was just he had this neck disc yeah. that either was bulged or something happened to it and now he's like, with the assistance, he's up and he's actually walking again, and it's...
0: Didn't we have, uh, Megan was here, Megan was mm-hmm. we talked about that, the rehab that they yep. do at the hospital yep. and how, what, how much of a difference that makes in the animals because they take the time to do uh-huh. what they do yeah, for humans, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. We go to Allied or whatever um, and go through rehab. Same thing as what they do with the dogs and, and do you do it with cats too? I don't know if no, we had I said at that point it was just it just was just the dogs, dogs. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: but it makes a huge difference in their lives it's and amazing having the training to know adjust the head so many degrees or adjust the legs so many inches is going to build the range of motion versus just walking your dog outside mm-hmm. you know it was she was the one who did the presentation on Tuesday night and it was really fascinating to see the videos and the progression of week 1 week 2 week 3 you know, the dog was able to walk or jump or whatever the issue was where it couldn't do that before. Okay. So it's it's just fantastic. I'm so, so excited. Good. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. That's great. Well, Ange, could you tell everybody how they can get in touch with you? Sure. Uh, we have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash V-R-E-C-P-A. Or you can give us a call. We're there 24-7-365 at 570 587 seven seven seven
1: seven okay perfect thank you very much we thank will you see you next month and all the other good stuff and at that point we'll have a report from your on um, uh, january 26th event mm-hmm. at cooper's from five to eight benefiting the angel fund at vrec so we're up next with attorney barbara j o'hara we'll be right back you're listening to laurian lynn show
0: it's saturday morning with Laurie and lynn now back to Laurie and lynn
1: Good morning, everybody. Lynn, good
0: morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful, thank you. Good. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the... What am I? (laughs) I have to remember. I've got a new title now. I am the managing director of women of substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm for baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called power of the purse on iTunes, Stitcher and Google play and i'm laurie cadden the
1: owner of laurie cadden enterprises which is a fundraising pr and special event business and you're listening as you know to the laurie and lynn show and our next guest expert is attorney barbara J. o'hara barbara has been practicing family law for is this going to be 37 this year 37, barbara? 37, years. 37 baby yikes family <laughs> law she is a partner with hughes nichols and o'hara in dunmore and she is here with some Barb, these kind of things will last us the whole year. (laughs) Well,
2: I was looking at various different topics. I love it. And one of them was scientific ways to predict divorce, which was not as juicy as the other one, Uh which was um, uh, facts about infidelity, Uh which uh, tripped the trigger of of one of the 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 stars in the room. Uh So and uh it wasn't (laughs) me. It was me. I own it. You know what it. Unfortunately, infidelity out there. Yeah. And what I'm finding with my practice is because people you don't need to go out to a bar to meet someone anymore. Yeah. You meet them right on your right on your phone, your computer, whatever. And people are cheating in their marital relationship without the other party knowing it as much because there's not the overt signs of, "I'm going out and I'm going out to drink uh-huh. all night." Uh-huh. So um, I, I found this interesting and i thought it would be an interesting discussion with with you lovely ladies oh, of course okay. it is all right so especially um, in light of everything going on in light of everything mm-hmm. going on and, and the me too me too yep. movements right. th- there is an enough anxiety that
1: on that end point yes. do you think less people will become involved in extramarital relationships in the workforce in the workplace because of things like that <clears throat>
2: I know it's That's an interesting question, question and I don't but, know. Yeah. But uh, I have seen people getting a little bit more careful about some of the, some of the expressions they use and some of the um, what last year they might have said, "Oh, I didn't even think about it." Right. And now my wife is telling me, "Don't say this. Right. Don't call people honey. Don't put your hand on on a female coworker, whatever." And what they thought was endearing before is perhaps inappropriate now Uh and maybe it was always inappropriate i think it was always inappropriate because let's face it it, there's there's a strong line i think in coworkers that you don't cross Uh and you know that (laughs) and do you think that's just because you're a lawyer because
1: i will tell you that i'm the complete opposite of that i feel very i like um That kind of stuff. Like I call everybody honey, so that's number one. I like to be put your hand on someone and put. I was never offended.
2: I've seen you with John here. Yes, right. You hear (laughs) the stuff I say to Johnny Lucas, but I, I I don't have any problem with any of that. Turn the tables. What if you were a man saying those things? Would someone find that inappropriate? No, no, no. If
1: I'm saying, if a man says anything like that to me, I never was offended by stuff. Okay. But there I, are people and, unlike and you that I might be. It was, I just, like, let it, because nothing ever, it never was an issue. Yeah. So it never was made an issue, and I never thought that deeply about what they well, were saying. A, never, and what
2: they're complaining about is not is far the, from that. The, yes. the hun or the, I know, you know, but still that's in there. That's in the mix. It is, but, I mean, it, the things are much more egregious than oh, that. Oh, my God. Wait, when I, you, I, that's when you read saying, this it's stuff never with an issue. Hollywood, you know, it was more of no, much it's a terri- more. It's terrible when you hear the stuff much that's. more graphic. Absolutely. Than what l- you say to John, which is yes. graphic enough.
1: No, but, but, <laughs> but I mean it's. <laughs>
2: Barbara, this is on tape. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> this stuff isn't admissible, is it? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Poor John. Okay, so let, so moving forward. Yeah, let's uh, dig the, in. The first fact that they, they have, and this is a, a, a study for, out of Rutgers. And they have, have researched all, all these men who actually admit that they had affairs. And the, the first fact was 56% of the men who have affairs claim that they're happily married. And you look at that and you say, wow, well, how does that work? But I, I think well, they people think they delude are. themselves a lot yeah. also. I don't and agree with
0: you. I, I don't what? agree with you. I think that men who are happily married can also have affairs.
2: That's and what this article says. I agree yeah. that too. And I don't I think, no think it's partner. got nothing
0: to do with their partner. It's about them. It's, it's a, always yeah. about them. It's, it's about, about who's ever doing it. It's about them. It's them. <laughs> that's what this study
2: says. Yes, it's about they men feeling. Claim they're still in love with their wife, right? They still feel that they're being loyal to their spouse. They <laughs> well, think they're la- They point. think the rela- the that the extramarital affair will improve their marriage. Oh, and <gasps> in essence, that it sort of they does look for a while, at, don't you think? I have never done that kind of research. Yeah. Well, meaning when they, <laughs> when you know, when you're guilty, you try to make up for it. That's how I mean. That's oh, another no, fact no, that yeah, they yeah. said yes. that you know, if you if you're looking to see if your spouse cheats, they get friskier. You know they because they, they don't it, want you to think there's a problem, right? Yes. Yeah. And you start getting both men and women and things, that right? You never and got that's before. what and they said when women cheat. It's much more dangerous because with women you get the emotional, oh yeah, overlay. In most cases, mm-hmm. not yes. not in every case, obviously. Well, because then they also have the emotional affair,
1: which is nothing to do with physical. Right. Which right. women yes. tend to involve themselves in. True. And they don't feel guilty about it because, because they're not no crossing physical. the line that they or they don't
2: think. Well, they're it crossing depends the on line. what is is considered. Oh wow, yeah. Oh, yeah. we get oh, into, well, we're not into the going there. Bill Clinton definition. No, we're not but, going there. Ah. Uh-uh. Yeah, but.
0: My point is that when men do this, a lot of them still have very good, strong marriages. But I think that it goes back to that hard wiring thing about men um, not having that sense of being at home and being responsible for a family unit. It's more about what they do is, you know, like they're, well, we see it in the animal kingdom. I mean, in most other mammals, they will just, you know, go out there and have sex with whatever comes along and feel like that's okay. Because it's part of how the hard wiring is to go out and breed. I don't know if you saw the thing that's out there now about the penguins and the Geico ad. Oh, it's hysterical. He goes. I'm never going to breed. I'm never going to
1: breed. I'm never going to breed. My point. I'm never going to an breed. Egg. And then I'll have an egg. And I'll have an egg oh, real it's soon. Hysterical. What your I
0: can't go. I got to have an egg. I got to have. Uh, I got to breed. Did you ever see it, Barbara? No, no it's, it's hysterical. hysterical. Yeah, it's funny. But the point is that in the animal kingdom, that is what happens. You know. But <laughs> on the other point to that, the animals are only in heat a certain time during the year, whereas in the human animal. 12 times a year we can we can actually become pregnant so there's that whole story of having to go out there and breed is really kind of like an old-fashioned thing that's not relevant anymore because the human animal does not need to do that i mean deer have most people are trying not to breed exactly Exactly. please (laughs) exactly so I don't. I think men, in some way, justify it by saying that that we were hardwired, that we're supposed to go out and have sex with all kinds of different women because that's what we're supposed to do. And women, just yeah, right.
1: Well, then you have well, an argument about are humans or can
0: anybody be monogamous? Th- that's true. That's yeah. another question. Right. That's that's society putting that on is us. Is that, or is it just? I don't think it is. What? You I, think it's societal then monogamy? I than think it's, it's societal. I okay. do not think monogamy is a normal human condition. Normal? Right. I don't yeah. think it is. I think it takes something that really requires you to make a commitment to do it yeah it's definitely a commitment well we know there's constant threats to that during the course of our Uh so-called marriages there's a constant threat to that and it could be like you just mentioned laurie about the emotional distance that occurs with a lot Mm -hmm. of women um and uh, so i don't i don't know what did they say say in that okay so what
2: they said is that men Believe that they're cheating to save their marriages because there are problems in their marriage that they can't fix or don't know how to fix or don't want to fix or refuse to research how to fix it. And instead, they go out, have sex with someone else as though that's going to fix something. Uh-huh. And uh, if anything, it compounds a problem in my mind because a lot of women know that their husbands are cheating. I, we oh, talk yes. about that all yeah. the time. And, yep. and, and they, they, look don't, the they don't look
1: the other way because they're li- most of it is because of fear of lifestyle changes. Right. And, and they
2: just deal with it mm-hmm. instead of right. doing something And, and I see that in my practice of women who have dealt with the infidelity for years, but then something else happens. Mm-hmm. Like What's the it, usual something else? You know though? what? I, what I've seen is if, let's say, they become abusive with a child. You know, where they're physically abusive to the child or I've seen women who say it was okay when he was hitting me, when he was cheating on me. But when he when he went after when he went after the child, that was it. And and you you do see that. And uh, other women, sometimes I see it when, you know, he gets more blatant about it. You know, It used to be a quiet, clandestine oh, yeah, now it's affair, a big puff, a big and now feathers in the cap. we went out, uh-huh. you know, we showed up at this party with his girlfriend, oh, and God. everybody in your town is talking about yeah. it, okay. that kind of stuff, because that brings shame on on the wife, despite the fact she's done nothing. And despite to, the fact
1: that it isn't her doing it, right. it's him. Yes. But the wife is the one to blame, right?
2: Or I, gets, the, I,
1: gets the look of
2: pity okay. and whatever else. The whole range of emotions. Yes, exactly. Okay, because what this article is saying is, it's not really anything the wife's doing. There might be problems in the relationship that that one spouse goes off and. Instead of fixing the problems in the relationship, I'll go and I'll have a good time and right. then I'll feel good right. and everything will be better. And that's always the problem: is that in any of our
1: behavior, the only person we can control is ourselves. Right. So when we make a decision to do something outside of our marriage, it isn't because your ho- husband's horrible, your wife is not doing what you want. It's none of those. It's about the person doing it. Always about it the person doing it. And then and it's so f- sad that the wife takes the resp- takes on the responsibility. Like looks at herself in the mirror and says, "Oh what my God, I, I gained what? so much weight. Yes. I'm too fat. I don't get. I don't yeah. exercise. I didn't do this. I didn't do that." And it's not about that. And it's not about her. It's right. about the guy. Or if the wife is doing it, it's about the wife, not about the husband.
0: True. True.
1: It it, it. it. It's all. Yes, it takes two to wreck or or make the marriage. But it isn't. That's not the reason people do it. It's about them and women so often take that blame on yep, unnecessarily and it's yep. very
2: sad. Do you you must see that all I the time. I see that all the time. And uh, I'll see her maybe when she first finds out and then the next appointment she's dropped 20 30 yep. pounds yeah. whatever. I think that's just the out of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, her whole, whole life has been turned upside down. Uh, I'm saying she this happens to to both genders but everything in your life ha- is now changed. I know. And, yeah. you know, it becomes that horrible thing. And the person who actually is the victim here then looks at this and says, what did I do to cause this? And more often than not, it's not something they, they did. A lot of times they think, if I was prettier, and then I'll Ugh. see the other woman, I'll think, wow, not prettier. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. sorry. And Barbara, I, it's my own little game that I, I play. Exactly.
3: Just... And so you can see
1: it. And Barb, as I said, we are out of time already. So oh. this will take us a oh. to- Year. Oh. So tell everybody. I know this please, is a topic you if, guys like. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to talk to
2: you about any of these things regarding uh, family law, how they get in touch with you. I can be reached at 570 344 7171. And my office is located in Dunmore at 1421 East Drinker Street in Dunmore, Pennsylvania.
1: And she's also and in happenings this I'm week I'm in happenings this, this week. Yay. This yes.
2: month. Um, we're going to talk families about first. We're going to talk next about time. it.
1: Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Okay. okay, well thank you very thank much, Barbara. You. Always a pleasure. And happy new year again to happy Lynn. New year. We'll see you soon. Thanks everybody for listening. Have a great weekend. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.